All right. I've saved it for the podcast. Saved it. Ten seconds for the podcast. Hey, man. Sometimes that's how long the podcast takes to get podcasting. And so long it takes for the podcast. Right? Them is just the breaks, bruh. <laughs> the breaks, bruh. So, uh, yeah. Oh, boy, it is Sunday. There's a little Johnny Walker Red for you. Oh, God, we're drinking scotch whiskey. Scotch. Because it was on sale. Oh, Jesus. It smells like... I don't know what this smells like. It smells like it was made, distilled by the appointment of Her Majesty the Queen. Yeah, it smells oddly of grapefruit to me. Uh, like, I'm getting, like, a really, like, marijuana-heavy smell of this. you're just sitting over the marijuana yeah, jar. I understand that, but I'm also, <laughs> like, burying my nose in the, um, glass of fine scotch whiskey. And it smells like... It's have a little fruit smell to it. Yeah, get so... Get bent, bro. <laughs> Don't do this shit where I'm the crazy one. Right, we'll see how that's received. Uh, it's October 11th. October 11th, 2015. This is our 41st episode, I think. Yeah. Stay tuned. Big announcements coming up for number 50. It's gonna be a real good time. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be super duper huge. Yeah, we haven't really talked at all about that. No. We should do something big. We got nine weeks. Right? We got a little bit. Yeah. Got a little bit of time. <laughs> Oof. Well, the only reason I bring up what day it is is because it's. I just got back from Barter Fair. And it shows. And it shows. <laughs> I just washed like a half yard of dirt off of my body. <laughs> my shower is like clogged up and looks like a rice paddy. <laughs> and, uh. Boy, my brain just does not feel is good. It- is it that much dirtier up there than the conscious culture? I mean, it was a lot drier. It had been dry yeah, the I guess whole summer. I guess the plants all died. Like, yeah, everything yeah. was, like, rough. Plus, there was all those, like, the fires up there. So, like, there was not a lot of extra vegetation or moisture. I don't know how those two would be linked, but trust me, they are. <laughs> Just, I'm a scientist. Uh, yeah, so it was Barter Fair, and whoo-wee, <laughs> oh boy. I almost got up yesterday to try to come up there. Yeah? That just in the didn't end. Didn't happen. That's all right, because it's a real bummer coming up for just Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I was going to, that's, that was my main motivation for not. Right, because it's not like you stay Sunday evening and yeah. drive home Monday. It's like, like, drive six hours to hang out for 12. No, it's only two and a half. Hours? It's two and a half hours drive. Well, it takes me six. Okay. <laughs> well, don't go up north. Guys, if you're going to Barter Fair, go through Grand Coulee Dam. That's true. It's, it's, a, well, it's, it's a lot smooth. faster, and it's not as hilly, and so it's a lot easier on your transmissions. And if you're the kind of people that are going to Barter Fair, you probably don't have a nice car with a good transmission. <laughs> so you could use any help you can get. Man, I gotta say, uh, it was an intense weekend. Wasn't it a big, intense weekend? We had a, a large crew of people there. And, uh, yeah, like... Big group, huh? One of, the, one of the bigger ones for us. And that included two children. One a newborn and one eight years old. Wow. Yeah. It was a trips. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things that were trips. <laughs> no, it was cool. And we got, like, the whole... Um, the whole pot growing crew up um, at the same time. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Cyrus and I were there, and then Megan doesn't go to Barter Fair because she hates it because it's not a festival from the Midwest, so it's not cool. <laughs> um, that's fine. Interesting. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, but Cyrus and I were there, and then Catherine and their little baby, and then Cyrus's best buddy. And his, like, mentor guy. So it was, like, every dude that we know, like, in a, in a lineage. You know what I mean? Right. Like, 
like, not that we don't know how to deal with your pot, but like, this is like a direct sequential lineage right. of the knowledge being handed down. And it was cool to be able to pick those older dudes' brains, you know, because they have a lot of, uh, you got a lot of stuff going on in their heads. Right. And they've been doing this shit. Like it, stuff rattling around. Yeah, they've been growing pot for, you know, many decades combined now. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a wealth of information as compared to me where I've been growing pot actively for uh, not quite even two months. Right. <laughs> But it was, I mean, it was a good fair, and the weather was amazing. There was even, like, one little uh, shitty spell, like, just a brief, windy, rainy spell, just to, like, yeah. get everybody, I don't know, on their toes, like, because it was, I mean, it was, like, shorts weather all day, and so hot at night that, like, you didn't even need a beanie. Like, the jacket you're wearing right now, it was as heavy of a jacket as you would have needed the whole weekend. Maybe at, like, four in the morning, if you weren't, um... You weren't in your sleeping bag or something. Yeah, or if you weren't ramped up on something, you know, you might have gotten a little cold. But it was, like, mid-40s or 50s at night. It was insanely warm. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, I don't know, man. There's just... There's not enough time between... This day and then Monday. It's <laughs> just because, like, I'm so far behind on sleep, and I'm so far behind on drinking water. <laughs> Even though they announced it the whole time, don't they? No, they don't announce that bar. Uh, it's in October. It. No, no, it's not the same, dude. Yeah. And that's kind of a big running joke at Conscious, you know, because the organizers say it as often as they can. Everyone's like, well, yeah, yeah no shit. Anyone who goes to a music festival in the summer, and doesn't drink a lot of water but takes drugs, yeah. like, that is your fault. <laughs> that, yeah. that is your fault. Your body cries out for water when you take drugs. Right. It just screams for it. And to not, like, to be, like, so off in whatever world to ignore even that. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> That's inappropriate. That's totes inappropriate. <laughs> I don't understand what's so funny. Oh, my God. This tastes like heat. Yeah. It's pretty uh, soily. Oh my god. Oh man, it tastes like I bit into a fucking heat bog. <laughs> I uh, had a friend from New Zealand in Seattle who once got me to drink Johnny Walker Red just mixed with Coke. Yeah. Which was like the weirdest. Those two flavors do not go. Dirty cola. Yeah, it was like, oh, hey, who filtered this cola through a plant? (laughs) The thing about it is if you're used to drinking other whiskeys, you're waiting for the sweet to drop in at some point. Right. It doesn't. It never does? No. I mean... Not on any level it, like, really... That really excites the American palate. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Where's the sugar, bro? Oh, speaking of that, I used this toothpaste at Barter Fair that is just like grit and mint oil, basically, and yeah. like baking soda. And uh, it doesn't have any sugars in it, like commercial, like most commercial toothpaste yeah. do, because why would you put sugars on your teeth? Right. You know what I mean? That doesn't seem productive. Fresh your teeth with candy. Right. It doesn't <laughs> seem productive at all. Yeah. And it was so, like, it was a complete mind fuck because, like, the first time I got to use it, I'm sitting there and I'm brushing my teeth and it's fucking minty, dude. <laughs> it is, like, winter in Sweden minty in my fucking mouth. <laughs> and my brain's going, where is the sugar? <laughs> Mint is supposed to be sweet and minty. <laughs> And my, like, body's like, well, dude, I don't know what to say. Like, there's no sugar in his mouth, so we can't... Is this the stuff that comes out of the tube brown? No, it okay. doesn't come out of a tube brown. It just comes out of the jar brown. Oh. You just, you just dab a little out of the jar. Yeah. And you have to be careful because since it, like, uh, is just grit with, like, essential oil and baking soda, basically, yeah. like... You can grind your... <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's that you, uh, you get little flecks of it. And because there's not, it's not overly dilute with saliva due to, like, all the sugar and all that. Yeah. It's, like, it looks like you just, like, were trying to, like, huff clay or ash <laughs> of some nature. You just look like, yeah. like, 
This guy couldn't handle it, bro. Yeah, Corey that I work with uses that, like... Oh, dude. It's the it's, truth. She buys it at the... Probably, you know, one of the... Natville markets or whatever, but... Probably the co-op, but... It comes out of the tube brown. Yeah. It does, <laughs> and it's awesome. And if you've never seen it before, it's... You'd be... It can be off-putting. You'd be like, what do you... What do you want me to do with this? Right. This isn't the right color. But it works. I love Way it. Way better than... Yeah, it works great. Yeah. Your mouth feels super fucking clean, and yeah. your breast stays fresh way, way longer. Yeah. Like, the mint just burns in your gums for, like, <laughs> 20 minutes after you're done. I'm just like, oh, what is this feeling? <laughs> Why isn't it sweet? <laughs> sweet toothpaste. Because that's what you want to be doing, is huffing down a bunch of toothpaste. Mmm. Mmm. It's my, it's my pre-brunch game every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Every Sunday I do a pre-brunch of uh, just a quarter tube of toothpaste. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Pressed. Just a little. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Upper teeth. Ah, yeah. I'm sorry. Aqua fresh. I use aqua fresh. Aqua fresh upper teeth. Yeah. Um, and then I I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be smoking this Woody Kush, which is like a super crazy indica like uh, bedtime weed. So. Like, so I don't recommend it so for this you. this won't be a long podcast. God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think I could sustain, like, a really long podcast, dude. It was a really, really crazy event. I, like, uh... I just took, like, some molly that was the best molly I'd ever taken. And it, like, ended up being not just, like, a fun, like, happy, like, whoa, time on drugs. It was, like... Oh, no, catharsis, like, getting through some shit, <laughs> which was weird, because that's not the kind of experience yeah, that I associate with Molly. Probably ready for that. Right, I mean, <laughs> and I purposely didn't take, like, a lot of, like, acid or mushrooms, because I didn't want to, like, just wanted to have a party, just everybody relax, <laughs> and I ended up getting, like, way too high, and, like, getting lost a bunch, could not find anything. <laughs> Could not find anything, and all I wanted was a hug. Just wanted a hug. I just wanted someone to be like, "Hey, man, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. find it. Yeah. Whatever it is you're looking for, you just keep walking. You'll get there." And just that put one foot in front of the other. That did not happen for like two hours, and I could not find this booth. Uh, the booth where I got this light up uh, thing. Headless horseman. It's a headless horseman. It's a backlit. Silhouette cut, yeah, like a collage of silhouettes. And, uh, what's the thing? Oh, the guy's name is Joe. And he, you can find him if you look for, I think if you search for Fighting Shadows, that's what he calls his business. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, he had, I was talking to him, this Barter Fair is like the third event of the year that was held in Tenasket, and it was his third art exhibition ever. Like, all three of which have been at Tenasket. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool watching a guy, like, you know, get to chase his passion. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think he quit his job and all that, and it's just, like, doing the light boxes full time. Shit. But I, we found him right away the first day. And then on the on sat like the next day on Did Saturday night. Did it keep moving? No, it didn't move once. <laughs> it didn't move <laughs> once, dude. Are you sure? But on I, I felt like it did on Saturday, man. I swore <laughs> to God, I walked up and down every goddamn row, including once giving up and walking way out back to the periphery where we were camped. But being so like rolling so hard that like m- my vision is like shaking back and forth in my recollection. It's just like, <laughs> and I like couldn't focus on which turn I needed to take, and I yeah. took too hard of a turn and put me on this loop. And then like 15 <laughs> minutes later, I ended up back at the stage again. Just like I was just like, no, no, it cannot be just an infinite loop of me walking to the stage, sons of bitches. And I was like, I remember walking through it being like, I don't recognize any of, any of this. <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with this whole place, but where I am right now, I just, I don't see it. 
I don't see it. You would have been happy, though, Casey, to learn that the pirate ship was back. The, nice. Yeah, the metal Good. carousel so slash pirate ship. So I didn't break it permanently? No, you did not. You didn't. Good. And uh, that chick did not scat for three hours straight this oh, time. Bummer. I know, but I'm pretty convinced she was there. Like, uh, I heard a girl singing, and it sounded really similar. But they're more like, uh, they've become a lot more, I don't want to call it uptight, but they're trying to be, like, more professional at the barter the, the fair. The Irishship or the The barter fair. Oh. The site itself, like, the people that, the board that runs it and all yeah. that. They're trying to, like, I don't know, like, there's certain things that seem like a bummer at first, but then, like, kind of aren't really that big of a deal when you really think about it. Like, yeah. Like, it's fun that everyone wants to, like, party and, like, expand their consciousness and all this kind of stuff, but, like, if everybody has a generator running and everybody's got, like, a big sound system pumping yeah. out this, it just gets super chaotic and super frantic and, like, it's inc- it's impossible to sleep, which, I mean, not that you're there to sleep, but it just becomes impossible and then, like, you lose things, like, whereas now they come by at 10, and they're like, hey, man, you gotta turn off your speakers. So huh. these speakers that are running at 10, they ask you to turn them off, but you can, like, play guitar and drums as long as you're not, like, going with, like, ape shit. Right. Um, <clears throat> but since they do that, that then allows you to hear the music from the main stage. Which is kind of... Which is kind of fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Now, granted, some asshole came by and hassled us about our fire, and then 20 minutes later told us it was okay. <laughs> After we had completely doused a giant fire. Oh, you could have left that going. Right. Oh, my God. We were so furious, dude. <laughs> so, so, so furious. And I, like, huffed out in a fit and, like, tracked down Sabrina and was like, God damn it, Sabrina. You're a townie. You're a local. You volunteered this shindig. Who's a, what's the fucking deal here with this asshole walking around telling us we can't have a goddamn fire? Like, okay, if it's really a high wind warning, fine. But why then? Why then did I come home to roll a joint and get my head back around my evening to hear our neighbors go, "Hey man, who left this fire going? We just got back." <laughs> And ours is literally like saw. There's like a quarter inch of water in the bottom of the barrel. And ours, I'm just like, dude, what is the miscommunication here? Yeah. So I went in and I got my townie friend. Where's the breakdown? Yeah, I went in and was like, townie friend, what's going on here? And she's like, well, first of all, they don't have a walkie-talkie. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> so that's a little tip for everybody that goes to barter fair. Someone comes around and tells you to do some shit, and they don't got a walkie-talkie. They can probably go blow themselves because they're not official. <laughs> Like, they're just some person who maybe volunteers or, like, has been coming there a lot who wants to have some kind of an ego trip right. about, like, no, this is what it's supposed to be for 20 years. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, we get it. But part of the beauty of Barter Fair is that you have, like, progressively-minded older people there who allow young people to be kind of reckless right. and don't, like, chastise them or, like, you know vilify them for those choices they're like hey man looks like you went a little too hard in the paint how do you feel about it and you know you can like actually learn like oh man maybe I don't need to eat five hits of acid or like smoke a quarter ounce of pot in a day like you know maybe there's a a lighter balance that I could get into and it's like it's not that old hippies aren't doing drugs it's just like old hippies aren't hooping and hollering about it they're just sitting there looking at the stars like contemplating like Real deep metaphysical shit. Yeah. Because they're super high on drugs for like the 900th time. <laughs> what else is there left to talk about? <laughs> there are no more like weird abstractions of like taco cats or like, you know, weird pizza oven Spider Man cars or whatever it might be. Mm. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I'm in for basically every word in that sentence individually, <laughs> but maybe not as a whole. Uh,. Let's see, anything else? No. Oh, dude. And I have to say, the the moment of the weekend award goes to a stranger who no, no one knew who walked into our campsite 
and just like super tripped out on like really strong hallucinogenic drugs yeah and was like hey man everything's getting better man but it's also <laughs> getting worse but you know it's like it's also getting better man it's just like yeah. it's like everything's getting better man but, but it's getting worse but but it's also so getting better and then that's like when you I love you dad no he would be like no hold on because he would say that two or three times and then he'd look at someone and he'd be like oh man dad it's so and then he would say like dad like as if you were having an interaction with his father like whoa dude what is going on like how high are you that you're looking at us and seeing your dad right and second of all like no sooner had he left than from the next campfire over you just heard someone call out hey does anybody want to claim this guy (laughs) (laughs) it's like dude no one wants to fucking claim that dude there's a reason he's out there wandering around alone (laughs) yeah calling people mom and dad and like way up giving hugs out and stuff and like hugs yeah. are fine when where you're was, on drugs but where like, was he when you were needing the hug oh this was after that time <laughs> this was like well after that time he just kind of like rolled in and was like oh hey guys it's 3.30 in the morning <laughs> who needs a hug and also wants to hear about how things are getting better but also <laughs> worse and then maybe perhaps yes just better again sounds like some shit that like a politician would say in a political debate. Yeah, dude. You know, things are getting better. They're also getting worse. But, but they are getting but better. But they are getting better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dad. Dude, dad. <laughs> this is so funny. And I, oh, and I got a big chunk of material. I got a chunk of material, I think. I might, yeah, yeah I'm going to start maybe doing some, like, uh, I was having a hard time. Like, I got that good chunk of time about the Barg Affair and smoking pot and doing drugs and all that. Yeah. But I'm having a hard time when I get a square audience like telling them why they should do acid. <laughs> because in their mind like any person who takes acid more than like three times is clinically insane for the rest of their life. Or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like so it's like oh no. <laughs> but um, you know like being that high on drugs I had a moment with this dude who I used to have kind of like a, a negative rapport with and uh, he's one of those like friends that you get that you don't have a choice about right they're just they, they are there and they, yeah. you would not have chose that but they're like loyal and they're dependable yeah and they annoy the shit out of you <laughs> and there's nothing you can do because you're stuck with them for life and that's what they just have to say about it right and, uh, and I was fully prepared for this dude to be a real huge pain in the ass all weekend. And he came up and he was like in a really good mood and not as annoying as he could be. He was going like half speed on the annoying, which was like super sweet. And then like in a moment of like being like googly eyed high on drugs, we just were sitting in the chairs like looking up at the stars and like had a moment where I don't know what he was thinking. But I was able to be like, oh yeah, all this shit I hold against this dude, I'm just going to drop that. Because I don't need that. This guy's alright. Yeah. He's been really <laughs> cool this weekend. He's got enough shit going on in his life that he doesn't need me, you know, fucking hanging him up and assessing right. judgment to him as if I'm leading some kind of like perfect, like I'm batting a thousand at life. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's clearly not happening. <laughs> uh, so... I don't know, I think, like, that that kind of feeling is what we can get to relate to the old people or squares about. Because it's not like... The, the appeal of doing those kind of drugs isn't that you see, like, crazy, fun, visually stimulating stuff. That's definitely fun. You delve into your own mind. Yeah, yeah. and you, it allows you to, like, you know, make associations and connections you might not have otherwise. And then in the case of, like, MDMA, it's... You know, it really, like, takes your empathy and, like, fucking, like, puts it on crazy overdrive to where you're like, oh, that... I don't know. Oh, everyone's like... You know, like, when cowcats are, like, talking about how they're gonna, like, start hanging out again? Right. Oh, man. 
Dude, we gotta start getting together on Thursday. This thing. It's like that, but like, it's like you're in love with the person. You're like, yeah. dude, I haven't hung out with you in forever. Oh, you're soft. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, if you stay this soft, we're gonna hang out every Thursday. You continue to moisturize, just. Stay soft and supple. Oh, so, I mean, there were some of those conversations, too, as there are every year. But I actually feel like they're going to stick this year. Which is weird, because normally I'm just saying that stuff to service, like, public expectation. (laughs) Like, hey, we hung out, and even though I've had your number for a year and not called (laughs) you, um, hey, now we're going to start hanging out. I'm excited to see you once a year. Yeah, exactly. Or like maybe twice, or maybe even once every two years. So like, it's it's and you weird. got that dope hat. I got I got a bunch of free loot for barter fair. I bartered. I bartered. I bartered scrolls of wisdom, as they call them. Sauce, sausages? No, 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 no drugs. <laughs> Drugs for other drugs and then for arts. I can't. I'm not just gonna incriminate myself yet. I gotta give it some. Yeah. I'm already on the line for saying drugs. <laughs> you know, because the NSA is like all with the DEA, and they're they're all about weed and whiskey podcasts. They're all about podcasts. <laughs> they're all about like, how are these two guys subverting the fucking dominant paradigm by showing people that you don't have to like just get belligerently drunk. Or, I mean, you can. <laughs> I guess I guess they're showing us that you can yeah, if you want to. <laughs> you can if you want to, but you don't have to. I mean, like you don't have to. <laughs> Clearly, we recommend yeah. it. Oh, dude, yeah. So beanies, art light up box, uh, more fun time. More stories. More fun times <laughs> and more fun time supplies. You know, still have some, still have some fuel in the tank yeah. as far as the old party bus goes. <laughs> you get to, you get to use your your, your light up gloves. Oh yeah, dude! Use? I use the hell out of my light up gloves. <laughs> and the best part about it is, is that like when you're rolling that hard, your your vision gets like really like jittery, right? Which for yeah. some reason also correlates into having like really intense tracers. Right. So when it's really dark out and those lights are still pretty bright, dude, it's like you can see the path the light oh, took for like man. ten minutes. Yeah, so like basically what we would do is just like put them on like one of the settings and just like run like swirl our fingers and like big circles like, <laughs> like spinning them as fast as we fucking can, like swishing them, like just moving them as fast as we could for it to really. <laughs> That was smooth, bro. Well, it's... I know. It's a problem with the overfill in the ice tray. Yeah, that is a problem with the overfill in the ice tray. Is that... It, I don't know. It was hilarious. It wasn't particularly ineffective. I mean, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Oh, except for this Evan Williams. It's not Evan Williams. That's God, the problem. Oh, that is the problem. I wish it were. God, do I wish it were Evan Williams. I don't, like, who is this uh, Jonathan Walker I've always heard so much about? It's John Walker. John Walker. And is it is it uh, red, blue, or red, black, blue? Yeah. Red, I think blue. there's a few other ones now. There are? Yeah. Is one of them honey and one of them cinnamon? <laughs> one's actually, like, spearmint gum. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that would be so intensely weird. Honey, cinnamon... Right, just give, give me a little splashy splash there. They got a cumin. You got a cumin. <laughs> Perfect. Johnny Walker cumin. God. That'd be like going to the bar and ordering a linier and being serious. <laughs> Not like you're like, oh, I'm going to go be cool. Mm-mm, I really like caraway. I, I drink linier. I've never seen that happen. You haven't? No, I've oh. never seen you drink linier. I've heard you say you drink linier for years <laughs> now. But I have yet to see it. It's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty it's rare. It's tasty. I no, I don't agree. It can that. be. 
I, I can't think of a single time when I've ever been like, oh man, I wish this alcohol tasted like caraway seeds. <laughs> they literally invented, uh, uh, what's it called? I don't know. Rye bread? Uh, Linden. No, the, oh, Aquavit is actually like the classification of liquor. Okay. That Linnier is. I don't understand. But it was literally invented... Like, they literally started making that way back so that they could down Ludifus for, for, <laughs> like, for the sole purpose of getting Ludifus uh, down. Of getting fermented cod down there. Like, don't to they, keep it down. Don't they, like, uh, like, preserve it in lye? Yeah. That's so, In barrels. That's so freaking crazy, man. And so they're like, well, they you, know what'll, you know what'll calm that down is some caraway some liquor. Caraway. <laughs> well, it's just like, if you think about it, like it's kind of like if you have a headache and your friend goes stomps on your toe. All of a sudden, you're not thinking about your headache anymore. <laughs> yeah, now your headache. It's to take your, your it's to take your brain away from the fact that you just downed fermented cod. It's so good. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I eat like six loops <laughs> a year. <laughs> My family sends it to me in the mail. <laughs> exactly. My, my a really slow mail so that it can really ferment. Oh my god. Oh, that would be fucking gnarly and terrifying. You know, Lin- you know how Linnier got its name? No. I it's, absolutely do not. Uh, Linnier is like this Scandinavian term. I, I don't know the, all the languages, but it's wine. Okay. And the way they would ferment it is on a ship. Okay. And it would go from It would go across the equator and back. And that was the duration. That was the duration of the um, fermentation process. Fermentation and distillation process. For Linier? Yeah. That's. It it gets stranger and stranger by the moment with that liquor. (laughs) There's no. We'll have to drink that on this. I'm in. We'll have to do it. I'm in. We can drink Linier and we'll (laughs) smoke uh, opium or something. (laughs) Which. I don't need to do that. You think you don't need to do that. But. Then you do it, and you're Maybe like... Maybe a light bulb. And then you're like, you know what? This was the right choice. For <laughs> those few moments. No, not for a... Not for a few moments. <laughs> for a while. For many, many, many moments. For many moments. And in fact, the moments seem like they're taking longer. <laughs> and then your fingers start to go numb. <laughs> Ooh, that's how you know it's good. Cereal. Now I don't need to do it. Well, you do. I think everybody should do it once. I don't think it's the kind of thing you should buy a quantity of just to have. You know what I mean? Like, you don't put it behind your liquor. Right. It's yeah. it just would lead to the path of excess. You yeah. can't responsibly smoke opium like on a daily basis. Yeah. It's just the same way it's, you can't like you can't like uh, fucking responsibly take oxycotton like well past the date of your back surgery. <laughs> like, sure, you yeah, think There's you a can. reason why they only give you so many pills. Right. Yeah. And then drop you off completely with right. no gradation. I think they started, like... Did, you, did they? Everyone so, I know has had to take it for whatever reason. They wean you off of it. Mmm. Slowly. Mmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good, because that stuff is poison. That is, yeah. Like, I just don't... I just don't get it. I don't understand, like, how more, like, narcotic painkillers are the solution. Right. And, and furthermore, like, what is causing such intense acute pain that, like, I mean, like, how fucked up is that situation for that person that they need to be that incapacitated? Like, yeah, is the pain that bad that they need to fuck with you? Central nervous system permanently? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> dude, like, seriously, how bad is that fibromyalgia? I mean, like, is it like make yourself a a degenerate opioid addict? That maybe it is. I've never had fibromyalgia. That's me knocking on wood. Uh, Seems like there's other things that could be done. Bigger concerns for me, health wise. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk. Well, over there. Let's talk. Over there. Let's bring it up. Bring up the elephant in the room. Josh, you're balding. 
You need hair plugs? Mm. Hair plugs? You need to log <laughs> sometimes some, on the squat rack? Maybe get, maybe get yourself some contacts. Ooh. <laughs> I wish I could wear contacts still. But I can't. Yeah, that's something that I don't think I'll ever Really? You can try. Yeah. Do you need corrected vision? Uh, I wear glasses to drive at night. Oh, well, uh, contacts are way, way better than glasses at night. Yeah. Well, Most, I'm just saying, yeah. like, as a, with an, like a ton of empirical evidence that I recorded. But the, the glasses are just a way easier product to deal with. Yeah. Especially for someone, like, I just got them two years ago. Uh, so it'd be fun to watch you watch put in contacts because you're brand new to it. <laughs> that first little bit always freaks everybody out. Like the first time when you're at the optometrist and they come around and they open your eye up and they put the contact in your eye, but not like with their finger like you're about to do. Yeah. They have like a thing, like a tool. <laughs> Some kind of weird suction cup motherfucker. They like grab it with and they're like, okay, here it comes. Don't blink. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh, God, what is this? <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm supposed to do this to myself? Yeah, and it's really trippy, dude. And then, like, taking them out the first couple times, too, because you're, like, you're yeah. so ingrained in you as a human being to not touch your eyeball. Right. Just nothing good can come of touching an eyeball. Right. No one's ever like, hey baby, why don't you fucking squeeze my yeah. eyeball? There's no eyeball fetish. I mean, maybe there is. I'm sure there is, and you probably shouldn't have said that out loud. Because if we have even one dedicated oh, listener... Now I'm thinking about it. No? Guys, now that Casey's thinking about yeah, it... He's into that. And he's getting way deep into it. He's going as deep as fashion. I, mean, I do like eyes. I do like I eyes. I do like pretty eyes. I do like a lot of things. Maybe I'd like to touch them. Oh, yeah. Because boobs aren't just something you like to look at. Yeah, you do like to touch boobs. <laughs> Although I kind of look at them more as like Maybe ornamental. Like right? Like they're totally ornamental, except that I want mine to have them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm willing to pay extra for that trim package. For, I would get it. Like I would like to date a girl that has boobs as opposed to not. More of them than less of them. No, I'm not in, I'm not in, I don't need to. like small boobs? I don't need to have bigger boobs than my girlfriend. That's just, that. that's right out of the game. Ladies, you don't want to be taller than your man. He doesn't want to have bigger tits than you do. Okay, so just start cataloging this kind of information in the modern age. Yeah. Because as long as everybody's just It's good that everyone's aware of it. Right? As long as, yeah. As long as everyone keeps eating all this soy all the time and getting all that phytoestrogen in their diet, <laughs> then they're gonna keep having fat titties. <laughs> it's just something that's gonna happen. I, mean, I don't know what to say. It's not. Hey, soy is a great alternative. It's protein, blah blah blah. Yeah. But fucking has phytoestrogens in it, yeah. and it adds to the estrogen levels of your body, mm-hmm. which is generally not good for a dude. I don't know, if dudes, if you knew this, but. We're generally not yoked with estrogen. Right. I mean, this is news to some of you, I'm sure. But it turns out, like, it's testosterone we want. And some of us want it so badly that we're willing to have our blood circulated out of our bodies and then have testosterone added to it. Oh, is this the therapy they Yeah, the TRT. What? Testosterone replacement therapy. You just Man. take your old shitty blood and they, they fucking filter it back into you full of testosterone. So you get all fucking amped and want a bone at 65. Like, I'm, maybe when I'm 65 I would think about doing that. No way, dude. No fucking there's, way. There's natural ways to do that. To get more testosterone out yeah. of your body? Yeah, but it also just will diminish right. to a point. At a certain, like, yeah. It is an inevitability in dudes. But with this testosterone, this testosterone replacement therapy, like that's what has Sylvester Stallone looking so yoked and like fucking gung ho right now. His jaw keeps growing. Yeah, you're like, dude, what is going on with your body? Yeah, you're growing like 
And all the weird... It's like... It's like he's some kind of weird thing made out of too much cartilage. And it just keeps growing. <laughs> like... Yeah, I saw the preview for the new... Well, now it's called Creed. Creed. But it's like yeah. the new installment of Rocky. And he's like, he's got to be almost 70 now, right? He's very close to 70, yeah. if not. Like, I mean, how's this? I'm 32, and he's way closer to 70 than I am. <laughs> in, that, in that way, he's, he's way close to 70. Like, compared to me. Of course, yeah. of course, also compared to me, Casey is way close to 70. Because you're older. Just to... Just that you're older. <laughs> not even a whole year. No, not not very much at all. <laughs> but you are way closer to 70 than I'll ever be. Until I'm 70. Oh, uh, I can't wait till I'm 70. Yeah, I used to not think I would make it to 30. And I almost didn't. Right. So... Almost. <laughs> and then once that happened, I was like, oh, I need a new game plan. <laughs> and I started, like, thinking about, like, like what's... My body's way more resilient than anybody thought. <laughs> exactly, dude. Modern science could not have predicted that I'd be alive right now. In fact, they told me I'd probably be dead. But, I mean, like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I had to, like, seriously start considering the fact that I might live to be 60 or 70. Which is like a weird, or terrifying longer. thing. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about longer than that. Anything past 70 is like it's a grace bonus. period. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? With what I've done to my body in my late 20s and 30s. Yeah. I mean, in my 30s are just getting started, basically. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna... I'm keeping the pedal as far down to the floor as I can for the 30s. It's just like uh, Johnny Paycheck. You're like... Country singer. Oh God! He's Can saying, "Take, take this job, job and shove it. it." Yeah. He had a line. I don't know if it was in a song or if he just said it in like an interview. But he's someone asked him like, "Why you lived life so hard?" And he's like, "Well, if I'm going to hit the ditch, I want to be going fast enough that I fly over it." Yeah. No shit. Right. <laughs> you don't want to die in the ditch. Yeah. You want to get ejected from the on, car. You want to be on like, the grass. Yeah. And then die. <laughs> but not in the ditch. Yeah. That's brutal. Ugh. Johnny Paycheck, dude. What a memory. I mean, all I can remember is that the song is called Take This Job and Shove It. Yeah. But not even really how it goes anymore. And none of the lines other than Take This Job and Shove It. I cannot even, like... I am racking my adult brain. I... I know most of the words to the song. Do you? Yeah. And the melody, I'm assuming. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> that figures. I'm going to save the whoever's listening. Why? Don't, don't hey man, it. don't save anybody from anything. You come to karaoke and I'll sing it sometime. Oh, dude. Karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. Karaoke. Oh, um, we're starting outdoor harvest on the farm tomorrow. Oh. So, anybody who's listening to this that wants to come harvest some pot plants, come on down to the farm, and we'll get you set up. You guys do, like, the hay rides and stuff, like to do a green bluff? You know, it's something that we've been in talks about. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like, since it's also near their house, like, right across their driveway from their house, they also don't necessarily want their personal home address on blast. Right. You know what I mean? Even though it is listed, because yeah. that's where the business is. Right. But you know what I mean, like... By, so by a hayride, it means you sit on, like, a straw bale. No, yeah, you get a... While you do that. Yeah, you can trim weed while you're on a straw bale. Because <laughs> we got... It's robust to... We got, I mean, 200 outdoor plants that need to come down. Not all of them are alive. I'd say, like, one... 85, 180 of them are alive. And I, and, and I, when I say that, I also mean, like, some of them, I don't know if the plant has actually shocked and started dying from, like, one of the colder nights we had a couple weeks ago. Right. But they never bounce back. And they just have been looking weaker and weaker. Like, yeah. they didn't get the flourish. When it warmed back up, 
many of the hardier plants like revitalized. Yeah. But there's some that were like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, and, uh, just didn't want to get out of bed. No, and it's a real bummer too because you know, uh, the the ones that took off took off like we have eight foot tall cannabis plants. Yeah. yeah, and that's with like little to no preparation. Like, I mean, very seed to the pants. Yeah. Like, the outdoor could have been a lot more meticulously planned out. Right. And what, you know, we still what, we got 200 plants in the ground, I mean, which is a crazy amount of pot plants. Right. I mean, very few people have ever seen an outdoor grow that has 200 plants. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's a whole weird perspective change for me. You know, because when it was all black market slash medical, you know, you'd see like a, maybe like a four, maybe a six or eight light room that someone had. You know what I mean? But that was like max, like eight lights would be like super max for like a, a little DL personal grow, not like a medical turn and burn operation. You know what I mean? And like, that can put out a lot of weed if you grow it right. Yeah. You can put out a lot of weed. And, you know, to go from, like, you know, 15 or 20 plants to, like, literally factors ten of 10. Yeah. It's kind of like a mind, like, <laughs> it's weird, dude. It's just, like, it's it feels surreal. It still feels surreal to just be, like, when you pull up now, you can smell it. Like, it's just the odor of the pot. You don't even, you don't even have to be in the farm. Yeah. Like, just in the driveway. You can just fucking, like, oh, it smells like pot. <laughs> like, it smells like growing outdoors pot. Like, it smells like pot. Just, like, in general. <laughs> it's really a trip, dude. And, like, I don't know. The smell of pot. It's, it's changed what what it is its value has changed a lot recently. It's changed its uh, its status. What you associate it with. Yeah, and it also yeah. like it's sweet because now the smell of pot isn't probable cause to search your car because you're allowed to have pot. Right. So like if a cop pulls you over and your car reeks like weed, that's you know that's your fault. Right. And uh, maybe you shouldn't have done whatever it was that you did, but. <laughs> You do also now, stoners, keep in mind, need to have your weed somewhere where the driver can't reach it if the packaging is open. Uh, yes, they are now. That is going to be... Same as alcohol. Same as alcohol. I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're an asshole, right. it's coming down. Yeah. But, you know, if you get popped for, like, driving drunk or stoned or whatever, yeah. they're going to get you on the one. <laughs> but they won't tack the other on unless you're being a complete asshole. Right. You know what I mean? And I've never heard of anyone, although I'm sure it's happened, but I've never heard of anyone who has, like, gotten a regular old traffic infraction stop, and the cop's been like, Hey, is that a corked bottle of wine in your back seat? I noticed a third of it is missing. How much have you had drenched? <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're like, dude, what's going on? Yeah. Am I an adult? <laughs> like, the two of us didn't finish a bottle of wine. We're good to drive, sir. Right. Okay, well, trust me. How many, how many bottles were there before that one? <laughs> well, you know me, sir. Just buying bottles of wine well, at a restaurant. Look, it's a 1978 Cabernet. <laughs> mm. Would you leave it at a friend's house? I would not. I would not leave it at a friend's house. Um, boy, it's just been... A roller coaster of emotion <laughs> this weekend. It's weird with kids up there, dude. Not like bad weird. It's just like I was gonna say that's gonna change the game. Changes the whole game. There's a new layer of discretion that needs to occur. Yeah. But it didn't diminish any of the activities, nor their severity. Like, <laughs> like shit still went down. But it's just like, oh, here's an eight-year-old kid that you might have to entertain for fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? Because, like, he's a bright kid. Yeah. And so he's able to hold, like, a pretty decent conversation for someone. Like, right. even for a 21-year-old, these were, like, okay conversations. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
We talked for honestly 15 minutes about Halloween costumes. Just, oh, yeah. just, just spitballing ideas, ranking the uh, list of Avengers in preference order of dressing <laughs> as. See, that's a perfect activity for you, like. Yeah, I was super stoned. I was super stoned and like only slept a couple of hours after doing so much drugs the night before. And I was like, I was I was in a weird. I had that thing called a hippie speedball, which is like, so the hippies right now are into like making yerba mate or coffee or whatever, and then they'll put like a big knob of like grass fed butter in it, because like the fat with the caffeine, like you get energy. And it's like suppresses your appetite, like so you feel like you don't want to eat, but you have enough energy from the fat right. to work. Yeah. But you, in this case, would use like weed butter. <laughs> so like, you get super amped up from really nice coffee, and then you have this like super good, like butter that was feeding you this weird energy that your body's like not used to processing in that manner. Right. Plus now you're getting super high <laughs> and like all this caffeine and raw energy and it's just like the weirdest feeling. You're like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I want to simultaneously take a nap and clean. <laughs> like I wish, is there something I could clean while watching cartoons? <laughs> that would be perfect for how I feel right now. Oh my God. And I'm just talking to this little kid about fucking Halloween costumes. <laughs> and what I love about talking to little kids is that it's not about what you have to say yeah. at all. Yeah. Your opinion is you are there only to validate what they're saying. Yeah. And occasionally they will receive input from you, but if you could not, that would be preferential. <laughs> you just, yeah. This conversation you're, there to, you're there to be like a target for the spitballing. Right, exactly. Yeah. This conversation doesn't really have anything to do with you. You're just the one who's around that's going to happen with. You take a dog. They just need someone to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, dude... Whether or not they bring it back is their choice. Right. And I was like... At first, though, I thought he was talking about like a list of costumes to wear next year to barter fair. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you're going to dress up as the Avengers for Barter Fair? That's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> that would be so legit. Because Barter Fair is totally the kind of place where cosplay is, like, super welcome. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> super welcome. Yeah. And and we were talking about it today. Like, in fact, like, dude, most Barter Fairs, when it's a little chillier in, in general, as it tends to be in October. Yeah. Uh, they would be ideal times for, like, some kind of, like, full-body animal suit. Like... <laughs> It would be like a Yeti yeah. or like a gorilla, you know, like to wear that whole costume because like it's hilarious and you'd have people, would, you'd get a great reaction from people. Yeah. And then on top of that, you'd be snug as a bug in a rug. Doesn't matter where you fall down. Right. You're fine. <laughs> There's enough neoprene in that outfit. You're not going to lose any body heat. It's what that kid needed, man. Oh, Everything is getting worse. But it's also getting better because mm-hmm. I'm in a furry suit. Oh, dude, he was just on one. <laughs> he was just on one, and as soon as I saw how deep down the rabbit hole he was, I just kind of like I stopped responding and slowly started squaring my shoulders away from him, <laughs> and then just like gradually walked away, <laughs> and then like about fifteen yards, and then started arcing back. To the fire, got in a different position on the fire, and by that time he bombed onto Cyrus. <laughs> so I was like, dude, this is fine. And then he got all huggy and shit, and everyone's like, what is going on? Like, who doesn't appreciate a hug, but what? So, no, who are, are you? Yeah. Like, just introduce yourself first. Yeah. Like, be like, hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Gavin, I'm from Bellingham. I study uh, art history at Western, and I just wanted to let you know I took seven hits of acid earlier. So, so just so you know, man, everything's getting better, <laughs> but it's also getting worse. Man. But that's getting better. <laughs> and like, you can see, Dad. Just, just like the weirdest stuff. I'll see. I'll prove you right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, I felt so bad for that kid. Because <laughs> there's nothing to do but to ride that out. Yeah. <clears throat> like, you're clearly not going home on Sunday. 
he can't be that high at four in the morning on Sunday or three in the morning or whatever. Oh, man. <clears throat> that was that was Sunday morning that happened. Okay, that was that was literally like uh I don't know, an, a manner of fourteen hours ago or something. <laughs> it was like blasted out of his gourd. You can't process that much drugs that fast. It's just not the way the body works. I hope somebody claimed him that <clears throat> Well, you know, worse to worse to get him closer to home. No way, dude. You can stay there on Sunday night. Oh, you can? You can. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they want you to help. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you're going to help clean up, you can, you're can. you more than welcome to stay right. on Sunday. You know, or if you're going to, like, haul a bunch of garbage out or shit, you know, right. like, go just do some general light cleanup for people, some spot cleaning, or, like, pick up the paper towel they missed here or there, or the glow stick they didn't pick up. <laughs> I gotta say, I was super bummed there were beer caps in the ground already uh, from last year where we parked, which was a real bummer. And once again, people do not bring glass bottles to barter fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, why would you take glass camping? Yeah. What would compel you to do that? Is your need for microbrews so fucking... And there's like, microbrews in cans now, so... Right, the, so yeah, so get the hell no over excuse. it. Yeah, come on, guys, this is this is nonsense. It's just like, A, a the glass, but B, the bottle cap. Like, the bottle yeah. cap, like, you know, not everybody's wearing shoes all the time at Barter Fair. Right. Things happen. Yeah. And to step on an upturned bottle cap, dude, is a real bummer. <laughs> It's a real butter. Maybe that's what you meant, but it's getting worse. Yeah, I know, dude. I think, like, uh, he was just so deep down the down the rabbit hole that he was like, like, look, man, I took all this acid and things have been fun. Right. But they're too fucking intense <laughs> for me to fucking process. So that's why this is happening. But... I just need to vocalize it. But... I'm... I am having fun, I just never want to be this deep in the game again. Right. Also, tell my dad that I'm safe. <laughs> if no one claims me. Right. Tell my dad Please return okay. to my dad. Uh, I added a little coffee to this Johnny Walker. It makes it a little better. Does it? I see you didn't Sorry. need any for me. <laughs> That's okay. Because now the ice has smoothed it out a little bit. And I, I can handle it. A little more dilute. Yeah. Like, it's a little better. I'm not a big fan of meat anything. It's just not how I roll. I mean, I get it. You're, you know, you're tough or whatever. But, meat? like, no. Just yeah. the people that are out there drinking meat. Yeah. Oh, like, you know the ladies who just drink glasses of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude, what? What? Sorry, man. My vagina is not that durable. I cannot <laughs> just drink glasses of straight liquor. A lot of people drink tequila because they like read somewhere that it's an upper. It, it has a reputation as a, a semi-stimulant. Yeah, it gives you a little energy. Which I don't buy. Yeah. I think that's called getting drunk. And people yeah. are all hyped up. Maybe it's got like a bunch of sugar in it or something. But that's, that is rum. Yeah. So I don't know. Although I've never seen someone drink a bunch of rum that calm. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not generally how that yeah. unfolds. Uh, yeah, pirates are known to not be calm at all. No, not in the least. Uh, be a lot more villages a lot better off. Speaking of pirates not being calm, you got any stuff you want to plug? <laughs> um. Looks like, looks like I'm going to be opening for the Ditch Kids at Jones Radiator. Hey, October 27th. Mixed bag, everybody. <laughs> Mixed bag. I was nonplussed by their last performance. I don't know if they are going to do the band thing every time. I don't know. It that went over really well at Terrain. I bet it did go over yeah. really well at Terrain. Yeah. Did not hit as hard at Jones Reed, at Jones Reed either, yeah. the following show. So we'll see. 
Right. And I was trying to, like, be constructive, but that... Did I get it? It is total improv, it's, but it's a little avant-garde. Right. Or, I, I don't know, I feel that it is a little avant-garde for the scene, but I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, you gotta do you. Yeah. You gotta do what the art makes you want to do. Right. And if that's what it is, then I can only hope that I will enjoy it more the second time. Because <laughs> I don't want them to change how they're doing it. Right. But it just really reminded me, like, seriously, seriously, of, like, the first, like, two or three years of shows at the Baby Bar. Mm-hmm. Like, watching kids' experimental noise rock bands come down <laughs> and just, like... <laughs> play like weird vacuum whistle noises and like put echo and reverb on yeah and it's like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> like it was it's so ahead of the curve right or like yeah the kind of shows they used to put on at Portland Park in the gazebo <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah oh yeah dude those were fucking out there <laughs> and I just I have a hard time with that cause I was I'm just you know I come from a real classical music box. Right. So you're going to open for the Ditch Kids. What day is yeah. that again? It's Tuesday, October 27th. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Probably around 9 p.m. That's when we usually do it. Mm-hmm. And then November 21st, yeah. I'll be hosting the Son of Brad CD release party. Hey-oh. At the Croc Center in Coeur d'Alene. Hey-oh. So, so coming up to that. If you want to be there, Find me on Facebook, message me, I have tickets that I can sell you for ten bucks. It's gonna be four bands and it's gonna be like uh now I can't remember what other bands are. Well clearly I'll have it next time. We'll put you on the spot. Yeah, you got a while to like this. Yeah. Anything else? Uh just my Twitter, KC at KC underscore strain. Killer. And Gify Yourself every other Thursday. That's coming up this Thursday? That's this Thursday. The 15th? No. 14th. 15th. Oh, I'm going to go with that. 15th. Yeah. Yeah, 15th. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. At 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. Yeah, 9.30 just never works out. No. There's always, like, one guy there. And even at 10, it's kind of rough. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I like that you're saying... If you can you make can. it there at 10.15, you're yeah. on time. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You are okay. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Oh, man, what do I got? Well, I, um... Have a show... Coming up at... What is it now? The Checkerboard. Oh, yeah? Where I'm going to tell jokes sober. Oh, you're doing the drunk sober show? And then get drunk and then tell more jokes. <laughs> but the same jokes, perhaps. <laughs> um, and I forgot what day that is. And I don't have my phone on me to look it up. Uh, but I'll, I'll, maybe I'll make a note. Maybe I can pull it up here. Yeah, but you bring up that date for me while I, uh, <laughs> while I talk to you about the other uh, item <laughs> I have the to more important... Uh, which is that on November 6th and 7th, I'll be opening for Gabriel Rutledge. Yeah. Uh, Uncle D's Comedy Underground. And We've said it before. What? That he's funny? He's funny, and if you missed Augie Smith... Oh, man, this will be... You fucked up. Right. But now you can redeem yourself. Yeah, because if you miss two in a row, then you really fucked up. And you might not be able to nose back up after missing two in a row. So, that's November 6th and 7th at 8 p.m. I got $2 off tickets. Oh, yeah. Coupons still. So, like, if you want to, like, only pay 10 bucks a person. Get yourself part of an extra beer. Right? You yeah. know, almost a whole extra beer. Two-thirds of it, maybe. Well, half. <laughs> it's a half of a beer. It's a half a beer, guys. But come on, a half a beer is all it takes. Uh... Other than that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at ShimShammy. That's S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E, which is where I am on Instagram and, like, probably Tumblr if I had that. And, 
on Periscope. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and I'm on Bumble now. Bumble. Bumble. Let, let the lady make the first move. Yeah, man. I want to say, ladies of the Spokane area, get your asses on Bumble. <laughs> this horse shit where you just are, it's up on a pedestal and you don't got to do anything about it is over. And you have a lady to thank for that shit. Hashtag equality. Hashtag feminism 2015. <laughs> uh, the drunk server show is October 17th. Okay. It's a Saturday. That's a Saturday, October 17th, guys. Yeah. So, I'll be there just getting drunk. Yeah, just come at 7 and start getting drunk so that you're good and <laughs> lubricated for the show. That's what I recommend. Yeah. And also, get french fries, because they don't have a conventional deep fryer. <laughs> they got one of those, like, self-contained units. You know what I'm talking oh, about? yeah. Where you just pour the fries in a chute, and then, like, a little bit later they come out. They come out done, together. Right? And you're like, what the fuck just happened in there? <laughs> Is there, like, a little team of friar elves? Uh, I'm not going to play World of Warcraft anymore for a little bit. You're over it? Or just yeah, I'm over it until the new expansion. I'm, I'm just done with it right now. I'm just done with it right now, because I have to transfer my fucking dude. And I don't want to deal with that. I don't. Barbarians. Yeah, barbarians. Uh, I think that's. 